foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And Janie, last week we talked a little bit about Jeremiah 18, where the Lord says, The clay is in the potter's hand, so are we in his hand. And we also find in Ephesians 2, verse 10, that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Sharon, he's given us the provision in Luke 9, 23, that he says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. What he did for us and continues to do for us by the finished work of the cross is more than what we can understand. So he tells us, first of all, how to deny ourselves so that we understand how to accept all that he's done for us. So first step, learn to deny yourself. And then he gives us much in the scriptures on how to do that. Well, it sounds like you're saying that if we don't deny ourselves, then we become stiff-necked. He talks in Hebrews about being a stiff-necked people and not being able to fashion us into his image. And when we're stiff-necked, then we're rigid and firm and not pliable and shapeable and moldable. So it sounds like you're saying that if we don't deny ourselves, then we're not pliable. That's true. And yet, you know what, Sharon? We have to have the power of the Holy Spirit to even be able to deny ourselves. Okay. And so that's going to require the fact that we choose to live by what the dictates are in the Scripture so we don't grieve or quench the Holy Spirit, which is our power source while we travel here on planet Earth. So how do we deny ourselves? I mean, what are some things that we can recognize? Like, give me some examples that I can use to evaluate myself to say, okay, well, that's a sign that I am not denying myself or I am denying myself. Well, let's have some practical expressions and sharing the things that we're going to talk about here in the next few minutes. If we are fulfilling these things, then we know that he is fashioning us on the potter's wheel. Okay. All right. So we're going to probably put ourselves on some guilt trips. You ready to go? (laughs) All right. Sharon, when you are forgotten or neglected Uh or purposely set aside and you don't sting and hurt with the insults, whether that's in your home, workplace, church, social life, but your heart is happy 
not only happy in the circumstances, but joyful, and you are counted worthy to suffer, to be neglected or set aside. You're giving evidence of dying to self. Oh, ouch, that hurt. That's like kind of ripping a Band-Aid off, right? Okay, all right. Now, let's think about this. When your good is spoken evil of, Mm -hmm. when your wishes are crossed, your advice is disregarded. It's not worth anything. Right. Your opinion is ridiculed, and you refuse to let anger rise up in your heart, or you don't even try to defend yourself, but you take it in all patience, loving silence. Now you're learning what it is to die to self. Ouch. (laughs) Have you ever said no good deed goes unpunished? Uh Uh-huh. So when you actually are working to help someone, your children, your spouse, your friends who are moaning and complaining and murmuring, and you know that you have the secret of what it's like to walk in the power of the Spirit, but they just kind of roll their eyes and, yeah. and they change the subject immediately. Nice talking to you. <laughs> no. I got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can see beyond the obvious. Okay. And you still can remain gentle in spirit. You're dying to self. Now, you are you ready for another one or do you need to take oh, yeah. a deep breath? breath and well, that last one wasn't so hard. But yeah, I okay. Try another one? Try another one. Okay. When you lovingly and patiently bear any disorder that might happen on the job when people have different opinions or Mm -hmm. they fail to do the obvious and put the extra load back on you, Uh when you have to put up with foolishness that could threaten your safety, when there is extravagance to the point of being nauseating, and when there is spiritual insensibility with your brothers and sisters that you fellowship with, and you can endure it according to 1 Corinthians 13, as Lord Jesus said, to endure, to bear, to hope, then as you operate in the same manner that Jesus Christ tells you to, which is to be lowly of heart, to come to him, wait on him, and he will give you rest, Now you are taking a deeper step in dying to self. Well, these are pretty difficult, Janie. I am seeing the subtle ways that I have not died to self. Well, I'm going to give you one that's called true confession. Okay. Uh, This is hard to say, but it's true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When you never care to refer to yourself in conversation... Or really want somebody to tell you how great you are. Uh huh. When you can truly love them and be unknown. Okay. You're not, you're not getting dominance in any uh-huh. phase of your life, but you're fulfilling the functions that you are asked to do. Okay. And nobody says a kind word about it. Right. If you don't do it, you certainly get the reprimand. <laughs> right. Then, if you can truly do that with agape love, you are dying to self. And I will say on that one, that's not going to be a lesson we learn overnight because one of our chief goals is to defend and protect ourselves. So 
As you've gone through these, Janie, I can say, ouch, 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 ouch. So what's my solution? I have not died to self. Well, then I would go back to the foundation that you and I have in this radio broadcast, and that is to go back to Philippians 3.10. Okay. And let it speak to us that I may know him. So I'm going to have to know his standard because he's not compromising his standard, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. And then as I know him, I will see the power of his resurrection, of how he does some things that seem impossible, but he does them and makes them, makes them work out in a way that I never thought he could use that particular way. <laughs> but and I kind of stand aghast. Oh, I never would have chosen that way, Lord. And then he'll allow us to know the fellowship of his sufferings because we have been called to walk in the power of his cross, his resurrection, and his glory forever and ever. Sharon, so much we have a tendency to say, Lord, thank you for all the benefits because everything's about me, Lord. What you've done for me, what you're going to uh-huh, do for uh-huh, me, how uh-huh. you okay. But it's still a higher case of self. Right. We're just not looking for the worldly aspects. We just want all the benefits, mm-hmm. but we still are focusing on, on what self. you can do for me. Uh-huh. And we have to realize that he's got us here because he has a plan for us to learn and fulfill and do in regards to his eternal plan. Right. And we have to realize we are first eternal creatures living in the temporal time zone of earth to be effective right here and now, but with the eternal purpose of training for forever. Right. That's a big picture to have to encompass. Well, and I think that as you were talking, it just kind of reminded me of how even with our family, we can get self-focused. So how people in your family treat you, how they respond to you, it can all be self-absorbed. And so if we're being like that with our family, we can, we can kind of evaluate maybe we're being like that with God, too, that everything's about me. If everything's about me in the family situation, then in those relationships, then maybe everything is about me in my relationship with God. Now, Sharon, we're going back to Philippians 3.10, because let's just say somebody has been listening and they've been ouching the way we have, <laughs> and they say, okay, well... Uh, Let me tell you what I've been doing to help me overcome self. Uh, I've joined a Bible study, and a bunch of Christians are getting together for this big event Mm -hmm. where everybody is going to get smarter. Or maybe when we just say, give me anything but the cross. Mm. Because the cross, it goes against everything that's in my natural being, in my natural personality. Okay. And we think that we're going to get to denying self. But we don't. Okay. So we just need to remember that a crosswalk is getting us from one place to another. Just like someone might help children across the street on the way to school. And the Holy Spirit is really the one that helps us cross the street so that we can truly learn what it is to deny self. So Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings becoming conformed unto his death. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.